at you checking out our podcast. We're two grape guys, and you're sexy. All right, so we are here to break down the basics of wine for you all and have a little bit of fun while we're doing it. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoy. Cheers. Here we are, man. Um, you know, I, I love today's wine because it's one that you can drink really anytime. You know what I mean? Summertime's perfect. It's like a red for the summertime, I like to say. Pinot Noir from Willamette Valley. I am, I am super excited to get into this wine. Yeah, and, and you know what? I think all the Oregonians, is that, is that, are they Oregonians? 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 Know. You know, I mean, yeah, if I you're think from Oregon, were... let us know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I'm, I'm in Texas, so we're Texans. You're in Florida, you're Floridians. So Oregonians. Yeah. Or organs, you know? I mean, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I would think that they probably all agree that it's the best damn juice on the planet, right? You know, oh, so. no doubt. No yeah. doubt. Yeah, in fact, sure. it, in fact, it is. It is. When you're looking at it, the Pinot Noir grape is the best damn juice on the planet from Burgundy. Right? Mm-hmm. We did um, Chablis um, in, our last, um, in our last episode. Uh, we did White, that's a Chardonnay, obviously, but Chablis being from Burgundy, Pinot Noir is like the mecca of Burgundy and some of the most expensive wine in the world. Can I just say, can we just sidebar here yeah. real quick? Your hair looks fantastic. Oh. So, so, you know, I mean, it was one thing when I was, when I had the, the quarantine comb over happening and I, as soon as they like let the, the, the floodgates open, I, I texted Cyrus and I said, listen, bro. All right. I get head of line privileges. I don't care what you say. And, and it was, <laughs> I mean, that's it, what, it, well, you know, that's what happens when you've been friends with somebody for over 20 years. You know, Cyrus is also a friend of ours. He's a barber and we've known him for over 20 years. I mean, come on, we, we, we step in like, this is us. <laughs> I get front of the line, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like about 20 pounds lighter now because of this, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I'm really happy about it. Did, did you, did you partake yet? Because I mean, hell yeah. Yeah. It was like day one. The moment I heard I could go in and get it done, I did. Now, I got this little thing going on in the back yeah. of my head right here. It's like my little calic. I think she went a little low. But other than that, man, oh, it feels so good. You know, yeah. and I mean, we are like week six or seven or eight in quarantine. Feels like a full year. Feels like 2020 has all been in quarantine. <laughs> but hey, you know what, dude? I mean, that brought us together. And here we are on episode four, uh, getting ready to drink some pretty awesome Pinot. Have you even opened your bottle yet? No, I haven't. I, I was actually, go yeah. figure, this is the one episode that I didn't right. like get a little excited about it and do it ahead of time. Well, let's do it. Here, here we are. Um, kudos. Uh, the Reserva, um, or Reserve, I say Reserva because it's Reserva, you know, whatever. Um, from Willamette. Um, actually, this one, I chose this one because price, it's a beautiful Pinot. I think I paid like 20 something dollars for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, out of Willamette, you're going to get a little bit more expensive out of Willamette. Um, you can get some really good ones, but I think this is a perfect uh, middle of the road, inexpensive, you know, something that you can um, just chill out and relax with. Um, obviously, I've already kind of gotten started, so I'm going to go ahead and get mine, get mine going here. See, I like yeah, to like, – little, little tip. I know a lot of you like to cut the foil on top. Yeah. We're, we're taking the top. Yeah, twist the foil top, and it should pop off uh, mm-hmm. right, right, right away. So if you mm-hmm. want to do that, that's fine. I just cut the top of mine. You know, when you're with friends, you can do whatever the hell you want. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, smell the cork. Mm, you know, smells good. I'd like to point something out too. Yeah. Um, you know, we. I think this is our very first bottle that we're opening up together. Oh, it certainly is. Yeah, because last time I was like, "Yo, bro, did you open yours yet?" And you're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "You bitch, damn it!" 
Like, come on, man. Like, I wanted to do it together. Like, okay, we'll do the next one. So here yeah. we are. Yeah. Doing the next. Hey, man, cheers. Hey, oh, you haven't what? poured yours yet. I'm mean, mad you, bro. Slow, slow your roll. Jeez, uh, I know you're eager to drink on a Friday at one, but, I mean, come on. Boozy <laughs> <laughs> lunch, dude. It's quarantine. We do what the hell we want. Whatever. All right. We're doing so a, we'll we're do doing a podcast video cast. For those of you that don't know, we're actually, we're also seeing each other on Zoom, doing our Zoom calls, much like thousands and millions and millions of people have done. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to try and get these videos up and, and post it as well, but we wanted to get the podcast going right away. So as mm-hmm. soon as we get the videos up, you know, we'll make sure we tell you, just uh, please follow at 2TWO Grape Guys <laughs> on Instagram. Um, we're getting everything else, YouTube, Facebook, we're going to get all that set up too. So um, <laughs> hang on and, 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 and keep hanging with us. But bro, this, this smells terrific. I mean, honestly, <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> what I needed on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that is so good. Again, the slurping is not one of the S's. We can recap. Um, you know, it's um, sight, uh, yeah. swirl, sniff, sip, savor. Now, the extra two are um, slurp and, and, and swallow. Um, you can also spit. Um, and believe me, like if you're doing like a wine tasting and stuff, <laughs> if you have a lot of wines coming ahead of you, just spit it. It's, it's not, you know, people, are, it's fine. But like when you're over at a friend's house, like you see you and some people hanging out, you may not want to spit. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing, man? <laughs> why are you spitting my wine? I, thought. <laughs> I don't know why I just turned like country Billy, but why are you just drinking wine? I bought? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I, I think of like when you speak, you have that like little spittoon like on the floor. It's like, <laughs> like you just show up to your friend's house with a bottle of wine and a spittoon. Like, let's do this. Ready to get <laughs> crazy. You know, it's one, one at the end of the night, but oh man. Um, so yeah. you know what, man, I, I think I know uh, Willamette is one of your babies as well. Why don't you explain a little bit about Willamette, why it's so good for the mm-hmm. Pinot Noir grape. Um, and, um, maybe some of the, the, um, the same things, there's a word for that between Burgundy and, and, uh, Willamette. So you're, you're referring to Toar, right? Toar, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yep. You are very welcome. Uh, so yeah, I think Willamette is definitely, a a, a Mecca when it, when it comes to Pinot Noirs for that element in itself, where you do have them right along the same access line just about. So Climates are going to be very similar in that aspect. Um, you know, you're going to have the, the, the ground, the, the soil, you know, uh, in Willamette or in Oregon, you know, well, for this one, well, this is Yamhill, right? This is, this is mm-hmm. Yamhill Carlton. So that's the subregion over in, in Willamette. Um, and, you know, the soils over there, very like a volcanic, you know, sort of, um, you know, more, more grovelly, so you're taking yeah. on very, very similar characteristics to Burgundy, you know, and that's the mm-hmm. that's the that's the great part about this. But um, the other the the element that Willamette and Oregon provides that Burgundy doesn't so much is you have that you have that coastal breeze that's shooting right up along there, right? So yeah. Yeah. you know, I mean, for, Burgundy's like basically right in the middle of France. Right. For the most part, right? So right. it's not getting a lot of that. Of course, it's getting some, but not, mm-hmm. but not much. Not nearly as much as Willamette in, in Oregon. Exactly. So, so what does that mean when you're, when you're catching breeze coming off the ocean air? You're getting some of those characteristics as well, too, right? So maybe providing a little bit more minerality, but definitely a lot more hang time for the fruit as well. You know, so the cooler yeah. the berry, the more it can hang. You know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's definitely, you know, I, I mean, it's beautiful. And, and to be honest with you, too, 
uh, Oregon has really not been producing wine until like the 70s. You know, so around 1970s is when they really started getting on the map. And, and a lot of it became where the French jumped in over there. And some of the French producers and started like, you know, growing and, and creating yeah. some of these vineyards over there. So yeah. and now you know, I want to real quick, I want to put something in perspective. Like mm-hmm. you have to think about this, right? So when you say you're an expert, right? So I'm on the radio, right? So I've been on the radio. I can't even tell you a thousand times, thousands of times, right? I mean, it's every day for, for 10 to 15 years, right? So when you say they just started in, in, in 1970s, right? We're in 2020. That's only 50 years, right? And you harvest once a year. So you've really only done this 50 times. Now, that's a lot. Don't get me wrong. And it's been through probably, you know, some, some you know, generations. And obviously, if you're coming over from France, you're bringing that knowledge. You're bringing generations of, of, of Pinot and, and, and winemaking from there. But you have to think, they've only done this 50 times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I always think about that. And I'm like, wow. I just put it just for me, it puts it into the perspective, you know, like, what, what, like, is there anything you could think of that you've done 50 times that you're like a professional at by now? No, <laughs> no. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I, I think I mean, <laughs> what, I mean, who, who, who does that? You know what I mean? Like, Hey, I've done, yeah. it, I've done 50 times. I'm the man, you know, but I mean, seriously, I mean, I, I just think that's one of the coolest things. I mean, obviously over in France and in, in old world, uh, which is, which is Europe, you know, you're going hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, thousands of years, you know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. they could trace wine as, as far back as you can remember, you know? Um, I mean, thousands, I mean, Jesus Christ turning water into wine. I mean, it's like this, it's been the one drink that has been consistent outside of water. Yeah. I don't think they had Coca-Cola in the year zero. <laughs> but, but they have you know. Coke zero. You know, you know, I mean, honestly, like I've been asked this question a million times. Like if I had a superpower, what would it be? I would, I would want the JC finger, man. You know, like I want to go up to that, like, you know, water cooler at work and be like, boop. And then turn hour. back to water. Like, Where'd you get wine? Water jug. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Beep, boop. Right. <laughs> Don't know. No idea. Um, Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, let's talk about the Pinot Noir grape. Um, you know, I think, I think it, it's, it's super important. It's very different than what your normal Cabernet, right? So the Cabernet grape has very thick, um, thick skins. Um, so does like the, the Syrah, the Petite Syrah. And that's why all of these grapes are able to be done. I mean, even Shiraz. I mean, Shiraz is, is, is mainly out of Australia. Obviously a very warm climate, you know. California, obviously a very a warmer climate where in Napa, you know, you get the, the ridge and, um, and, you know, the, the valley and, and is between the two, um, the two mountainsides or whatever. But uh, you got Carneros, mm-hmm. which is like tucked in like this really like cool area. You know, it's like, it's beautiful. Like if you ever go stop in the Carneros, I mean, we go to uh, Domain Carneros all the time. And it's a big chateau. Um, right there. Um, it's like you kind of like this when you're going from, from, um, Sonoma right up into, in the Napa, you kind of go, go around the, or you can go through the ridge or you got to go around it. But when you go around it, you got Carneros and it's perfect. It's like there. I mean, it gets, it gets perfect sunlight. Um, it gets, it's cool there. So, I mean, you get much lighter Pinots there. I mean, you're going to get a darker Pinot, um, out of Willamette and even out of, um, out of Burgundy. Um, and, and, and it's going to be a little bit lighter in Carneros, but, it's going to be very, very good. 
Well, here, here's the here's the thing though too is the profiles, right? So if you if you look if you want to talk about Pino and and uh, regional aspect of like the characteristics it's taking, you know, you have you know with with Oregon with Willamette, um, you know, Burgundy, you know, other other areas in the world where they have those similar climates, you know, it, it the 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 cooler weather provides a more crisper taste right on the on the mm-hmm. fruit so you're not getting that like that um baking cakey like you know like syrupy yeah. viscous mm-hmm. sort of pino now like when you get into like california you know you're having you know i'm, I'm gonna use mayomi as an example you know i mean okay. you know mayomi the the reason that like i mean so those kind of pinots, they're big, right? They're, they're, they're jam bombs, right? And so a lot of it comes down when in the process that they're making it, you know, they're doing something called like a pump over, right? So, and now have you ever heard of the, have you ever heard of a pump over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so what happens is right when, when they're going through the, the, the fermentation process and everything and the, and the maceration, right? You have this big cap. Right, that, that's maceration again. Yeah, I know, I know. Again, uh, don't forget uh, here in a second, uh, your uh, little link at the bottom will show up for you to put your credit card number in. One nine hundred number. <laughs> We're all in quarantine. Who doesn't want a maceration? <laughs> yeah. So, mm, <laughs> um, so when when you're doing that, though, you have all of like you know, the, the, uh, the stems, the musts, you know, the, the, the skins, everything creates this big cap at the top. And, you know, what they do is there's a few different ways to handle that. You know, some producers will take the cap and they push it down, you know, mm-hmm. or others will draw the juice from the bottom and run it through a pipe and then just pump it right out on top of the cap and continuously saturate the cap. And when you do that, you're, 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 think about it, like you're unlocking more tannins and more structure and, and everything else right. into that. So you're just, it's a continuous pump over, right? So, um, you know, when you do something like that, that's where you get those big, major, like, pinos, like, like whoa, man, this is like cherry yeah. pie, you know, right. where, yeah. where, as actually in, a pinot called cherry pie, because it tastes like cherry pie. Exactly. And we're not talking about that, what was that, Poison that did that song back in the, uh, in the 80s? Or white cherry pie. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there wasn't, there weren't about wine back then. Yeah. So, uh, but in, in cooler climates like Oregon, like for example, let's just talk about, you know, this one for, for a moment, you know, I mean, right off the bat, you know, the, the, the nose on it is going to be, God, my nose is like, of course the one day, like my allergies are kicking in. Um, right. but we'll blame it on the allergies. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the, the nose, yeah. the fruit is a lot more crisper and it's cooler. You know what I mean? So, no doubt. you know, you also, you can also get some of the volcanic. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, um, almost like burn. You know what I mean? Like, like over the years, you know, it, it, the soils and, and the rocks and the, it's just been kind of like a, this, this lava burn has just come through the earth. And yeah. like, you could really just feel it like into the vines. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah. It really is. I mean, the vine, the vines literally drink up everything that it's in. Right. So that's why, you know, you get different tasting things from different places. You know I mean? You have so many different, you have clay, you got stuff with sands, you got sand, you got rock, you've got, um, I mean, just so many different types and it's really going to soak up the feel, the, the taste, the, the terroir. Mm-hmm. Um, of of that area, and since this is so volcanic, 
you can really take that out and really understand. I think if you were to put this uh, Willamette Pinot next to a Carneros Pinot, Pinot out of um, that was we talked about out, out of California, um, mm-hmm. you you would be able to tell the, the difference in the nose right away. I, you mm-hmm. know, not only that, but I think I think with Pinot Noir, especially um, U.S. Pinot, you you could just tell. You just know it's a Pinot. You yeah. know, um, if you're if you're trying to compare it to like a Cabernet, a Merlot, I mean, just looking at it and smelling it and tasting it, like that's that's automatically going to be a Pinot. Um, it's young too, you know what I mean? I mean, as we do our our smells, I mean, it's got great fruit. Again, kind of you know, you kind of get that like little lava rock in there. Yeah, uh, definitely pomegranates jumping out at me yeah. on this oh, one. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know, I mean, like that's like a a huge a huge one that jumps out is pomegranate. Um, definitely the Bing cherry, um, a lot of cooler fruit, dude, stewed raspberry. Yeah. So it's definitely, you know, it's the cooler fruits, right? You know, so plum, a little plum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, for sure. But it it, it also, hold on, there was something, there was something I picked up on there. A flutter of asparagus. There's a flutter, you know, flutter, flutter of asparagus. I like that. Uh, you know, this is good. Again, I, I don't like to fully chill it. Now I have my little tin here with a little bit of wa- ice and water because I just bought it. So it was a little warm and I wanted to cool it down a pad. I don't personally like drinking Cabernets cold, right? I mean, really you should be drinking a Cabernet between five, 55 to 65 ish, maybe 70, um, even there to help bring out those. But with a Pinot, I like to drink my Pinots a little bit cooler because I mean, obviously, it comes from a cooler climate, right? So it's it's it, that's what it's supposed to do. Cabernets are a little bit warmer climate, so let them warm up a little bit. I'm not saying like you know, again, 80, 90 degrees. Do not do that. But if you have it, you know, throw it in the fridge. If you have a, a Cabernet that's been sitting out or whatever, you want to throw it in the fridge. Take it out about an hour beforehand, and then you know, let it sit out. Even open it at that time too, and and let it sit out for a little bit. Let it warm up. Let the flavors kind of come out of it a little bit. Um, but with Pinot, I, I like it a little cool, which is why I, uh, in the beginning I said, you know, this is good for summer and winter because mm-hmm. you can have it both ways. You know, you can cool it off a little bit and sit outside. Um, just I mean, don't I drop an ice cube in it. No, no, please don't do that. We will Water virtually, down. we will virtually jump through this screen and smack your ass for doing right. that. We'll come right out of your earphones and just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, this, but, is, this, this is great. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is a nice, it's a, it is, it's a nice, young, but um, vibrant, it's very bright, mm-hmm. you know, the, um, yeah. you know, I mean, the acidity is definitely there, um, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's definitely pulling, I mean, I'm, medium, I'm medium plus. huh, yeah, oh yeah, you know what's funny, um, hold on a second, I'll show you something, and yeah, right. I'm, still, I'm still in my pajama pants, right, because that's what you I do in quarantine. That. So right. <sighs> business on the top, sleep on the bottom. Yep. I get it. It's like, it's like a, it's like a mullet. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, I was going through my stuff the other day and oh, I yeah, found some workbook. Yeah. <laughs> I found my old Psalm workbook <laughs> and I was like, hmm. and you know, what was interesting though, right? So this is through the quarter masters, you know, um, you know, you have a few different organizations you can get your, your, your Psalm through. Lobster, excuse me. Um, oh, we're on a freaking podcast. Hey, you know, I mean, they say at a restaurant, right? You know, it's, the belch is a is a compliment to the chef. This is, is a, a mute pie maker. Yeah. All right, well, compliment to you. Kudos, kudos yeah. to you. Kudos. 
kudos uh, to you. See what I did there? But like you have all this stuff here, right? This is this is your your um, your worksheet, right? When you're when you're going through and you're doing your tasting profile, right. you have all of these different categories that you have to go through, and um, it, it's your evaluation, right? So you you talk about the appearance, and you know, on here you have things with like clarity, um, brightness, intensity, white, like the the colors, rim variation. And, you know, you have all these different things. I know you guys probably can't even see it very well, but. No, you know, especially if they're on the podcast, they can't see shit. No, you. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what I'm but just getting at, though, is you, you have all these different categories, right? For appearance, nose, palate. But then you have an initial conclusion, right? Where what you feel that it is, you know, and then to like a final conclusion. And this is. The, the, the conclusion part of it is going to be more for if you're blind tasting, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but the evaluation part is definitely something that's, that's very applicable to every wine, right? So, because when you're going through it, you're talking about alcohol, right? And alcohol, the, 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 there's four different levels that they have on there. You have low, medium, minus, medium, medium, plus high. And those same... Five. Yep. Oh, that, that is five. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quarantine brain. All good. Sorry. The, the Pino is going straight to the head here. Um, this is what happens when you have a one o'clock, you know, liquid lunch. You know, so yeah. I haven't even eaten well, lunch it's yet. Noon. Dude, it's noon here, but at least it's noon. You know, whatever. Yeah. If it was Saturday, we'd be drinking. It's like 10 o'clock. So oh, dude, brunch so weekend all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is airport rules, right? Listen, Why man, judgment-free zone, judgment-free zone. But Always I mean, on this podcast. Oh, yeah. You kidding more me? More and more. So, I mean, but on that, you have alcohol, acidity, complexity, and then length. All right. Right. So length, I think that's how long it sits on your palate. That's the finish. Yeah. So it goes from short, medium, minus, medium, medium plus to long. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd say right off the bat on this one. That's got to sound so appealing to the, when you listen to a podcast. Medium, medium plus. I'd say, well, yeah. I'd say the length on it is definitely, it's definitely medium, but yeah. you're at that medium, medium plus cusp right there. I'm still getting it, like right in the back there, you know, and it leaves the tannins, it really leaves that grippy kind of feel on your mouth, which, mm-hmm. which I think this, I mean, this bottle of wine could probably go, I mean, it's only three years old, I'd go another seven to 10 years, yeah. um, and it would, it would be, it would, it would be great. This can hang. Yeah, this can hang a little yeah. bit longer, I think, you know, but yeah. I mean. Again, Pinots, though, you know, for when you're talking about New World Pinots, they're meant to just pop and go, man. You know, yep. just Old just World can sit. Bro, mm-hmm. I had I, I had a, 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 a Burgundy from 1956. We did actually a little vertical. It was 1956 and then 1958. They were both amazing. Oh. I, I, was, I was like, I was like, really, we're going to drink? I mean, this has got to be now beautiful, beautiful. But that's Old World. Right, those, those vines and those grapes are supposed to do that, and you're supposed to hold on to those for, for you know a very long time. With with Willamette or Carneros or, or U.S., it's New World, so you're gonna you're gonna pop and play. You're gonna you're gonna drink these very quickly. And again, you know, kudos. We went with the reserve. The reserve is twenty dollars. Um, I think the one below, like just the regular kudos, was like seventeen, and then the one above this one was only like four or five dollars more, like twenty six. Yeah. Plus, if you go to like a lot of places that you go to, whether your grocery store or Total Wine or like a, a liquor store, maybe not like a regular liquor store, but a lot of them have like that pick six, you know, so you get a discount. You buy six bottles, you get a discount. I think I bought like 14 bottles today. So I got, I got a discount. 
It's true. It's true. I did. I mean, I went all over the spectrum. I got Roan. I went. I went. I got like six whites from from New Zealand. We went Sauvignon Blanc. I got. I got rosés. I got. I mean. I mean. I'm, I'm ready to. I'm ready to go for at least a week. <laughs> I was gonna say, are you expecting to be quarantined for another week over there, huh? Oh, dude. I mean, they're only opening up to fifty percent, so you know, we just we got to do what we got to do. Um, you know, next week, um, we're actually gonna do. Um, Spain, we're going to go Rioja, um, which is normally Tempranillo, a little bit of Grenache. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a much different wine than this one. It's going to have the old, old world uh, staying on it. It's going to have, it, it, it's going to be grippy. It's going to be, you know, and, and we'll go over all of those as well, but that'll be our, our next one. Yeah. And, and, uh, and we're not opening and we're not opening up the wines at the same time on that one. You gotta, you no. gotta let this. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta let that one breathe. Those are, are going to sit for like an hour maybe two hours depending on, on year and, and, and things like that. But um, it looks like we're, we're getting to be about our time here. Um, yep. Chance, did you have anything else you wanted to say? Um, oh, man, you know, I, I'd say the, the only, the only thing I'd like to say is I uh, really appreciate all the support from everyone that's been jumping on mm-hmm. uh, everyone on Instagram, you know, Big Facebook, time. you know, uh, I mean, we love you guys, honestly, like the support so far and just in, in the, in the beginning stages of this has been amazing. So and it just, I like, mean, just outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, it's, it's a little excited. fire, you know what I mean? It's like, wow. Like, you know, like just excitement to see how many people are like, let's do this. We got vineyards hitting us up. We got other, other podcasters, you know, mm-hmm. that, that have hit us up and, and, it, you know, looking to do some collabs and stuff. And of course, you know, it's like, you want to collab and drink wine with us? I mean, I'm <laughs> I mean, in personally. Yeah. I mean, you know, chance you do what you want to do. I mean, I'll just, you know, but I'll be there. I'll be there drinking. <laughs> Drinking the wine, but you know, again, thanks so much. Um, thanks so much for following us at Two Grape Guys, T W O Grape Guys on Instagram. Um, mine is uh, at Dustin Cross, K R O S S, or Dustin Cross with a K. And I'm uh, Mr. Chance underscore you. So definitely check us out, follow us, and uh, hit us up. You know, again, if you have some suggestions on a great wine to try out, or if you want to maybe uh, be featured as a guest on on our show, yeah, we'd love to have you on here. You know, yeah, we'll I mean, bring you on. Have some yeah. fun. Why not? Let's all drink wine and just, you know, kick it. Still quarantine, at least for a little bit longer. I mean, hopefully we open it up here soon. But, you know, until then, uh, Chance, my friend, I love you, bro. Mr. Dustin, likewise. Love you too, bud. See you next week, man. All right. See ya.